You have reached the Geek Elite. Good luck. Welcome back to episode three of Pitch This. That's right. We are on a mad streak. Three is a great number, and we're very excited. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are going to be turned on by this episode. Why? Because well, it's good stuff. That's why. And it's <laughs> three third times a charm. Yeah. Third times a charm. Yeah. So, Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing really good. It's a fantastic day. The weather's been pretty nice. It's hot. It's way too hot here it in Arizona. It is hot, but it's not hot, hot, which is good. We are <laughs> not yet. summer 2.5. Yes. So. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I am not excited for summer at all. No. But summer hits level five, I'm not excited. Yes. So, <laughs> Chris. Yes. Any news today? Okay, let's see. Um, well, I guess we should introduce ourselves, right? Yeah, go for we, it. We never do that. No. So, Chris, who are you? We're family. All right, my name is Chris. <laughs> um, I am a member of Geek Elite Media. I do a couple of podcasts. I do some written work for it, and I also do some written work for Adventures in Poor Taste as well. Uh, I am a comic book fan. That is what makes me happy. And right now, as a comic book fan, I live in an age where my comic books have made the jump over to other media, and that's why I talk with you, Andy, because you are my television film friend so yes. introduce yourself to the cast well hello everybody i'm andy um everyone knows me as the guy that makes youtube skits and if you don't i make youtube skits on youtube so go check those out i love making them um and yeah like chris said i love tv and movies because and i am the biggest tom cruise fan you will ever see because tom cruise is the best um you can't prove it otherwise to me. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way to deny this. There is no way. And yeah, so actually now, Chris, any news? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Well, the first thing I want to start off with is um, it's actually some sad news. Um, Joe Sinnott, Sinat, oh God, I feel bad. I might be pronouncing it. So I believe it's Joe Sinat. Uh, he was a um, Marvel anchor for Marvel Comics. Uh, he just, he recently passed away. He was 93 years old. Um, this man, though, was a gentleman um, in his waking. I, I, I've heard nothing but great stories of reflection and character coming from all kinds of people uh, in the industry. And it's just beautiful to hear all these people talk about him. Uh, every photo I've seen of the man, he's been smiling. It's just been fantastic stuff. So uh. it's a shame that we've lost this, this gentleman. Uh, he was a World War II veteran, uh, just a classy fellow. And a main thing about it, what I, what I appreciate about the community is in comics, most of us, and even the same thing with movies, you know, we, we take for granted the actors because we know who they are and we know who directors are. We're getting to that level. But what about all the other people behind the scenes that make things happen? Yeah. So that's a big thing that happens in comic books as well. We don't often talk about the colorist, the inker, the editor, the letterer. Even sometimes the cover artist, because sometimes that could be different than the interior art. Oh. So we miss a lot of people. So, Joe, thank you for all your work. Thank you for every beautiful image. This man 
took Jack Kirby art to an even higher level, you know, so that is huge because a lot of times you can look at pencils and whatnot, but when you start seeing the inkers and when they come to work, it's fantastic stuff. I, I have aspirations to be an inker myself because I can't draw worth a dang, <laughs> but I can, I can, I can enhance drawings. I can, I can do more to it. So yeah. the man was born in, in 1926. Uh, he was one of seven and he lived wow. a beautiful life. Uh, luckily it sounds like he, he passed away peacefully with family and friends and so that's just beautiful. So what a great life. What a great man. And I, I wish tons of respect and love to his surviving family. Well, um, what is something he did? What so a big thing that he probably would be known for was, and this was a huge run because there had been nothing like it before, the Fantastic Four uh, okay. with Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Those men did the, they, they like at one point, those two teaming up to do Fantastic Four. Yeah. I believe it was like 102 issues. That was the longest running series by a writer and artist. Oh, wow. And so, he yeah. did a lot of work on the inking on that. So that's huge. So definitely when you look at Jack Kirby art, you're probably looking at Joe's work as well. Wow. Well, yeah. rest in peace to him. Yes. Um, well, on a little lighter note, <laughs> <laughs> um, The Boys is being released on September 4th. You just told me that you haven't seen The Boys yet on Amazon. No, no, I haven't read the comics or watched it yet. Uh, you know, it's it's interesting for what I have seen. It looks very, very good. Um, is it an hour long show or a half an hour long show? It's like almost an hour. And I think there's one episode that's a little more than an hour, but right. if not like 50 minutes, 45 minutes. But yeah, I've seen, I think it was all eight episodes or 10 episodes. I don't remember, but. Yeah, I, I fell in love with it. I thought it was great. I, from what I've heard is it's very different. Not very different, but it's different from the comic books. Um, and so I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I'm excited for September 4th. But what's going to be different is that the first time, the first season, it got released with all of them. Just boom. They all, dropped of them it. Are, all of them are released. But this time, three of them are going to get released September 4th. And then a week, each one after that. So I think it's going to be 10 episodes. I could be wrong. Don't quote me, but yeah. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Y you know, honestly, I think that's a good idea because, like, the streaming is great, um, but we miss so much. Because, like, I think the first time I ever binge, not streaming, binge watching, <laughs> yeah. the first time I ever did that was with Daredevil season one. Okay. I okay. stayed up till like the midnight release. <laughs> and what? It was like 13 episodes, if I remember, or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, to stay up till midnight and season. watch a 13-hour movie was the stupidest thing I've ever done. <laughs> I love Daredevil. But you get to a point where you fall asleep. You're not paying attention. You don't grasp as much and you don't process either. That's a big part of it. So that's why it's like I do love these things because imagine if they did the boys as a movie well yeah, yeah you only got two hours but when they do it as a series you got if you if you write eight episodes so you get like almost eight hours of it yeah that's the way to go so definitely so i think it's smart that they realize that some of us might not have that control so it's like hey don't worry we'll regulate for you so that's pretty cool so i think that's a neat way to drop it out and go with yeah and i think it's cool because it leaves you with that suspense it leaves yes. you with like if there's a cliffhanger at the end of the episode you're like oh my god i have to come back next week and i feel like that it streaming and binge watching really took that away from the shows like oh my god i i need to watch it but you can't you have to wait a whole week to see it so yeah i'm and excited that's a big about thing that. to bring back that's that's huge so yeah. yeah you're right that is a cool thing to get back again yeah so well i'm excited everyone mark your calendar september 4th yep all right let's see jumping on to stuff so now this is a this is a mixture of news that's going to be exciting comic books and movies of course that's what you did as well <laughs> but um so the big talk it's talks right now it has not been confirmed but i'm excited michael keaton 
might be coming back to the DC universe. That's Batman. Batman. That's right. Uh, The Flash (laughs) film, this Flash Flashpoint, is going all over the place. Who knows what's going to happen? Yep. But apparently there's been a lot of talk saying, hey, let's get one of our former Batman, Michael Keaton, to come back and do something, which would be fantastic. And this just fell into my lap. So I'm going to add a little bit more to this possibility, maybe what if. Uh, If Keaton falls through, so if those talks don't work out, they might go for Christian Bell to come back in the Batsuit. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh, do you think they'll convince him, though? You know. Without um, Christopher Nolan? Yeah, I, I think so. I think because the thing is, like, Christian Bell, like, he's a good guy, but I think it's almost one of those things where it's like, now that he knows what Ben Affleck did and he saw the fever pitch that Ben Affleck got, because a lot of people, despite what you say about Justice League, people love the Ben Affleck Batman. Yeah. So I could almost see him like, yeah, you know what? I'll take another turn. Let, I'll me, go, some, let me go I'm one I'm going to go him. full out, you know? <laughs> so I think it's just a, a neat thing for him to take advantage of. Um, uh, Michael Keaton, I think if he feels that way too, it's kind of like, all right, daddy's home. Let me show you how to do this, you know? So I, I hope it's Keaton just because I want, in my mind's eye, I'm hoping for an older kingdom come Batman. Ooh, and maybe this okay. could even lead to some kind of Batman Beyond with an older Bruce Wayne. You know, I'm just I'm that, excited that, that about that. That was my next question. Do you yeah. think if they do this, Batman Beyond's in the near future? I think so. I think they're really testing the waters like... I have to say there's two underrated projects that did amazing. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Like, that movie was amazing. It, it got fans to deal with the multiverse, and it didn't yeah. matter because the story was, was so rich that we wanted to see those characters interact. We don't care where they come from. So that was huge. And then also uh, DC Television's Crisis on Infinite Earths because that one said, okay, Marvel, we saw what you did there. We're going <laughs> to get the idea of the multiverse. We're going to play yep. with it, but we're going to do it in live action. And I mean, when you have Ezra Miller's Flash teaming up with Grant Gustin's Flash. That, that was awesome. That and then was on good. top of that, you even have John Wesley Ship's Flash make an appearance. Oh, we yeah, had that's true. three generations true. of Flash. And I tell you, as a fan, it was even more exciting because I remember watching John Wesley ships the Flash when it was lot when it was brand new on CBS. Yeah, I remember he, like he didn't just play his dad or Jay Garrett. Yeah, this he time. was the man. Yeah. He was Barry. And it yeah. was like, oh my God, this is insane. I remember buying the comic book special. I was so really? hyped. Yeah. <laughs> and and then the sad thing is I don't I think it was the last two episodes. They didn't even get aired. Or maybe I missed them. Oh, so really? I didn't even see what happened. So it got canceled like yeah. before. Wow. It got canceled. They didn't do a series finale. They didn't have anything. And, you know, so then it was like, okay, and it just went away. And this is an era of there was no YouTube. There was no way to watch trailers or yeah. anything. So when these things would come on TV, you had to stay and pay attention. And I remember then, like, when I got to be a teenager, like, I think it was the Sci-Fi Channel had come out. And they were like, we're going to we're gonna show reruns of The Flash. And it was like, oh, my God, this is yes. awesome. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, my God, it's, you know, I, I bought the DVDs. I was so excited really? when that happened. Yep. <laughs> um, still haven't watched them, but I bought them. And, They're there. Uh, yep. mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, luckily with the new Flash show, they brought them back. And to finally see John Wesley Ship's Barry Allen get a conclusion. It was beautiful. So if you haven't watched either of those things, or hey, there's a lot of depressing crap going on right now. And if you need a fantastic <laughs> escape, then I recommend DCCW's Crisis on Infinite Earth and Sony's Marvel's Into the Spider-Verse. Yes. Those are two great uplifters. I, I think can. I'm going to watch them both when I go home. <laughs> Perfect. It's Sunday night. It's a weekend. Well, Monday night. So we can Time do that. travel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And then, um, actually, the last news is Margot Robbie got cast in the new Pirates of the Caribbean, this new 
reboot, sequel, prequel, we'll multiverse, <laughs> multiverse. <laughs> we'll find out. I mean, she's gonna take. I mean, maybe she'll be the next Captain Jack Sparrow, or just be a completely new character. You know, it's gonna be interesting. Um, so, and two, also something to to note with that, one of the writers from the Birds of Prey movie is going with her okay, on this okay. journey as well. Um, so that's gonna be very interesting to see. Will they? Is there? Is there a synergy there? Is there a flavor there that will come to the um, pirate verse? I don't know what to call it. <laughs> you know, is there going to be something with it? Um, will Johnny Depp? Because he's he's had a lot of vindication recently. So will he get to come back and stay as Jack Sparrow? Um, I, you know, and it, I, it's interesting. But I'll be honest with you, the last Pirates movie I saw was the second one. Because yeah. in that era, it was all about the movie to be continued. And when you've got to wait a year, you're like, <laughs> what happened? And I don't have time to go back and watch these things sometimes. Yeah. So it's tough. And then, too, the scary part is if hey, you we don't did stick a friend game. Well, that's true. <laughs> but I tell you what, find a Marvel film that sucks. Yeah, and I know that's, that's a bold presumption because there's going to be a lot of people that say, well, this, that, or the other. No, yeah, and I get you. I, I was entertained all the time. Um, unfortunately, like I can go back to, this is fresh on our mind, The Matrix, we were talking about that. And it's like... Like, I remember Matrix 2. Oh, my God, the twins and all that stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> and then they did Matrix 3, and I went in and watched it, and I was really let down. You're Lord like, of the Rings oh. let me down. So yeah. when Pirates of the Caribbean did that, I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to take the risk, and I, I walked away. I sailed away. Yeah, I saw the first three, I believe, and then I haven't seen the new ones at World's End, I think. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I, I love the, the ride at Disneyland, so... I can't wait. Um, I guess we'll see if it is a sequel, prequel, or just a complete reboot. Yeah. Female-led um, Pirates of the Caribbean movie. We'll see. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe that'll, that should be something we could talk about later. Yeah. How would we pitch we'll, Pirates? We'll see. Maybe <laughs> so later. We'll save, I'll save my question for later. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So that's all the news. And if you have more news, and I'm hoping more news comes out because it's been really slow for anything entertainment, of course, with everything yeah. going on. but. Hopefully, we do start getting more news. And if you are interested in talking about something and you want to pick our brains, please feel free to reach out to us on our social medias, and we'll talk about those at the end of the show as well. And speaking of that, we got the cor- contrarian, the contrarian, yes, on the Twitter. contrarian, yeah, yeah. Um, so it he, was from last week. Yeah, he responded to our uh, introduction of the X Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So he has a wild idea. He says, "No Wolverine." Yeah, I was like, we had our first person actually respond back. So I was like, of course, we have to say something. Yeah, so, so thank you. We're excited. So go for it, Andy. Throw out your thoughts real quick. <sighs> I, I, t- I told him I agreed. I think if they're going to do Wolverine, wait, um, focus on the other team or maybe just tease the Wolverine for a little, but don't make them be a big part of it. I think we talked a little bit about it, but yeah, just keep them um, in the shadows or say, tease it at the end of a movie be like oh yeah we've heard about this new metal guy like what's up with him like or maybe not metal because they're gonna think of uh colossus or something yeah yeah, so metal claw guy yeah so something i mean but yeah i I think they should wait and focus like on scott summers gene gray storm beast like actually yeah yeah. no there's so many other x-men and you know i mean what hugh jackman did with logan wolverine was fantastic it was great, um, but I will state the oversaturation of the character did hurt the character yeah, as well because yeah, hardcore. it's like, you know, like if you go back to some of the cartoons, so X-Men Evolution, that was a great cartoon. People loved it. 
Um, Wolverine took a back seat, in my opinion. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, and this is cool. I mean, he was there, but he wasn't the focus, which was fantastic. X-Men Evolution, uh, you said, right? Yeah, X-Men Evolution. Then yeah. The next cartoon he that was more of a out, mentor. Yeah. Mentor. Yeah. And I mean, there'd be times where he'd get his, his little bit moments to yeah. shine, but that was it. It wasn't all the time. Um, then when they did Wolverine and the X-Men, I mean, you have Wolverine stepping up to be the leader <laughs> and we've, I mean, I've read tons of comics where Wolverine is like, I'm a loner. That's not what I do. And that's Cyclops' job. He's the one who rallies the troops yeah. and gets everybody. But, you know, in the framework of that universe, it was set up that Wolverine is the top dog. He's the flavor. He's the one that sells. And, you know, I just don't want to see that with the movies again. I want to see other characters blossom. I want to see them get their moment as well, you know. So I definitely agree. I, I hold back on Wolverine. He doesn't need to be there. Maybe even be dramatic. And, yeah, you know, like, what if Wolverine doesn't pop up till what? Let's say we're talking phase four or five. So maybe he pops up phase seven. Yeah. You know, let it let the X-Men grow on its own because there are so many other characters and we have yet to really like go through it. So it would be fun and exciting to see it, get some character development. I, yeah. of course, as a Cyclops fan, I'm all about Scott Summers <laughs> getting some character development, being poised as the leader as he is. I mean, he is a Captain America-esque character. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are going to go back and say, well, what about this and that in the comics? Uh, well, we'll talk about that. Find me on mm-hmm. social media and we'll, we'll talk about it. But I, he's definitely a, a great character that I would love to see some more of. And, you know, I want to see Storm. I want to see her be more, uh, more depth than, than just quick you know lightning yeah you know what i feel like what's gonna happen is if they don't do wolverine right away which you know marvel wants to do they're gonna get bullied into doing it even if they have this amazing plan they're like let's wait let's give them a couple movies to wait on him i feel like everyone's gonna be hey what was wolverine wolverine is a main part wolverine's the leader wolverine's this wolverine I feel like they're going to be like, okay, well, we have to bring them in now. You know, I could see that. You're right. Like the first movie might flop and it's like, okay, crap. You know, the fans have spoken. So let's give them what they want. Let's give them Wolverine. But like I said last episode, whoever gets cast to be the second Wolverine. Be ready. Be ready because it's going to be tough. I mean, if you think about it, Val Kimmore had to listen to, oh, well, it's not Michael Keaton. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, Brandon Routh had to listen to, oh, he's he's playing Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's ridiculous. You know, Andrew Garfield, like everybody who's gone up to bat second has had a rough turn of it. And especially like, you know, what I always love those memes where they're like, think about how old the universe is and be thankful you're alive now that you got to see Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. Yep. Like, yeah, I remember him. God, I remember I remember going to the premiere of X-Men, you know? I was like, who's this guy? Who's this, who's this <laughs> guy? Who does he think he is trying to be Wolverine? And yeah. now you're like, you know, who's this guy think he is trying to be Hugh Jackman now, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. So and, it's going to be something. And it, Yeah, it's going to suck. I mean, but I mean, Hugh Jackman did say the only way he would come back to play Wolverine is if Marvel got him. Yeah. But I think it's just too hard on him now. I think it's, I think we, uh, I, I, the especially if they go with a younger cast. If they go with teenagers or like young 20 year olds, then he's just too old already. Well, he could do it. He could take on a role kind of like a Robert Downey Jr., you know, that, that, that side bit. And I don't think he would mind that so much. But the thing is, you know, yeah, you look at like, I mean, look at the man's body. Yeah. Look at from, I know it sounds weird, but <laughs> look at from 2000 all the way up to when Logan happened and or not even Logan, but go to, go to days of future past. I think like, did you see his muscle, his veins, yeah. all that stuff? And it's like, my God, that man did not grow old. <laughs> he just bulked up. And it's like, and you're right, it is. It's tough on the guy. Yeah. It's a specific sleep schedule. It's a specific eating schedule, workout schedule. So, I mean, it's it's a life devoted to being just Wolverine. And, you know, it's tough. And I think, yeah, I think a year after Logan, 
if they had said, hey, we're going to get you and we'll do this, I think he would have done it. But I think yeah. it's been too long of a time now that it's just not going to happen. Yeah. But, I mean, that's for time to tell and we'll see what happens. Well, yeah, thank you very much to Contrarian. Um, if you guys have anything else for this pitch um, or you guys want to talk about old pitches, let us know. I mean, we've already done 19 minutes of just news and talking about this pitch. So we're here for you guys. Of course, we want to interact with everyone we can. So, Mr. Chris. All right, what you got, sir? What would you pitch? And it's different because we've done two superheroes <laughs> already, two superhero um, categories. So, we're going to do a little twist, Mr. Yeah, we're Chris. Gonna, we're going to get out of our uh, our gear house here. Yeah. <laughs> what would you pitch for John Wick 4? Okay, so this is going to be a fun one, uh, or a fun thing to talk about. I don't know if my pitch is going to be a fun one or not. <laughs> um, okay, so John Wick 4. All right. You know, honestly, it's interesting. So my my first initial thing is I would have pitched nothing after John Wick. I would have just said, let it go. Really? Yep. Wow. I like John Wick 2, but it gets a little bit watered down. John Wick 3, I enjoyed, but I am frustrated and I don't want to (laughs) wait to see the conclusion to this. So... For me, will it it be the conclusion for my version? Yes. (laughs) So I just want you to understand that's my preference. So like, well, because the thing is, it's like it's it feels like a a video game, you know, where it's like, okay, you you know, you're Mario and you went through the whole tunnels and finally you defeat Bowser. And it's like your princess is not in this castle, (laughs) you know, or you're at home and then Bowser knocks on your door and it's like, we're going to fight, you know. So there's John. Well, John Wick, John Wick ended. You know, the movie yeah. was good. He got his revenge. He goes home for John Wick 2 to discover, okay, wait a second. If you're back, then you're working for me. Yep. So he ultimately kills the guy, then gets dropped from the cons- Continental. concierge. Yeah, the con- Continental. Continental. And so now he's wanted. So John Wick 3 is him on the run, and then he takes it up even higher to the bosses. And yep. it, like, it just kind of ended where it's like, okay, well, you're going to have to go a step higher than that now. So, I mean, like how many levels are there going to be? So if I'm pitching this, this is the final be all end all. This is it. Um, I would like to play it just because looking at the history of it, I would say like, this is going to be John wick takes on the UN, like the continental, (laughs) the concierge (laughs) and all that stuff. Well, no, because that's what they are. They're like a secret service. So they're like, okay, you know, yeah, we have our UN peacekeepers and we have all this stuff. But the thing is a lot of people have this idea that peace is just peace. It just happens. I have an idea and a thought that peace is not just that way. Like you have to fight for it. You know, whoever has a stick, somebody's going to come by with a bigger stick. Even if you have a stick, it might get taken from you. That's just kind of a part of human nature. Yeah. So that's why it's like, okay, you know, if we do that, like that's what the crusades were. People didn't like it. It's like, oh crap, you know, it made us have a bad image. So it's like, hey, here's what you do in order to be or in order to catch a rat, you be a rat. You know, like that's the best way because you've got to find the rat and you got to go back to the nest. So that's what they're doing. It's like, okay, so we'll create this. Let's create a culture of killers, criminals, assassins, and everything that is to our benefit. They will do as we need. Yeah. So instead of them letting out, letting them be out there being wild cannons, they will be ours. Ooh, okay. So I want it to be that point. So it's like John Wick is going to fight it. And, you know, we're going to have awesome scenes. Ah, uh, this time I'm going to promote the idea of having a big fight scene. I want one on a train while it's moving. 
I just want that. I want to see John. Yeah. Okay. Doing that. Maybe jump around, get into some boxcars and stuff like that. Uh, I also want a fight scene in a helicopter. I mean, these are ridiculous things, (laughs) but I believe in Keanu Reeves and I believe in his his stunt people. I think they could do it. So I'd love to just see that. I think the visuals would be fantastic. (laughs) Um, You need a big name. So who are you going to bring into it? So obviously you've got your safe bets. Um, but I think I would like to see, I'm going to pull, um, the transporter himself. Ooh. Yeah. I, I definitely, okay. he's another good guy who Jason like, Statham? yeah, Jason Statham, yeah. Like, you can see him in a suit. So I think that would be yeah. cool. Like, you know, here's these two guys, boom, boom, boom. And you know, so Jason Statham is going to be, you think he's the boss, but no, he's just the bodyguard. And then once he breaks through those doors to discover who is manipulating Jason Statham, who's putting him on this, that's when it's going to see, like, you're going to see all these crazy things. You're going to see like the president, the Pope, the leader of the UN <laughs> and all these other guys. And it's like, then that's when, you know, uh, when John Wick is just like, you know what? You stand there and act like you're men of integrity. You, you act like you're men. Why don't you start doing your own dirty work? And he just shuts it down. And then that's how it ends. And that's that's what I'm going to pitch as a movie. Okay. That's my John Wick. I'm going to call it John Wick. End. John, okay. Wow. Bam. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Um, that's hard. Damn. I really like the Jason Statham. That, 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 would, <laughs> that would really be a good like addition to the whole franchise. Because, yeah, yeah they need someone big with like it's someone that looks good in a suit and that can fight in a suit so yeah wow i, I you got me fluttered because i'm like flustered because i'm just like what do i want to do now because <laughs> I, I didn't really think about it because I'm, I'm like a huge fan because he got dropped by the high table because he got almost killed by winston which is the manager yeah but and then he falls off the big old building and then he survives because um Lawrence fishburne's character comes and saves him and he's like i want everyone and how he says how he yeah. ends it just everyone so yeah i i think you have to end it with this one but i i don't know i feel like they're gonna keep going but and it's funny because with the first one it did feel really small scale yeah and then the second one it got bigger the third one they went to international yeah they went to international they went yeah they got he got sent somewhere else because he was against the high table because he killed um giovanni something (sighs) i can't remember so you go you could take yours john wick in space (laughs) no no that's i'll let tom cruise do that one um well yeah he fights tom cruise there's your there's your celebrity (laughs) no i don't i guess it feels like ethan hunt or something that'd be pretty cool i don't so you know what let's go okay so <laughs> it's gonna begin of course the big action scene um let's get um training or he's starting to hunt down his old associates okay because his old associates have been trying to get get to him because he's against everybody now i'm gonna put him in let's put him in la this time he traveled he went somewhere else because he's been trying to get away from it because of course he's been trying to hide because i feel like New York, but New York is a big character in this movie, huh? Like, I feel yeah. like because maybe the West Coast is like another different um, assassin clique. Maybe it's going to be like a West Coast, East Coast type, <laughs> like gang battle. <laughs> uh, let's keep it in New York. All right. So he's going to go, him and Lawrence Fishburne are going to start teaming up because Lawrence Fishburne hates the high table now, too. Yeah. So. I feel like Winston and him had, which is the manager, had a pact. Uh, did you get that feeling at the end of the three? Like when he shot him, he knew he shot him. He because he didn't go for headshots. He went all chest. He knows he's wearing body armor, yeah. so he's like, you know what? I need a man on the inside. 
you're going to be my man. You're going to pretend to kill me. I'm going to fall off the building and then I'm going to get saved. Like, yeah, it definitely felt like there's a plot between yeah, them. To like, okay, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Yeah, exactly. Because um, what's it called? Uh, they they told him, like, you got to kill him now because he's our enemy. So kill John Wick. He's like, okay, like nothing. And he, he, they were like best friends for three movies. And like, he's like trying to protect them this whole time. Like, even when he shot um that guy in the Continental, he's like, what have you done, Jonathan? <laughs> so... I'm going to go with they're they're teaming up and he is slowly taking down the high table from the inside. He's like um, he sends him bad information to get a good amount of assassins killed. He starts like he's like, oh, my bad. Like I got bad information. Like um, so I feel like slowly he's going to start helping him. So what what big action scenes would I want? Because you got the helicopter, you got the train. So I think you have to do something even bigger because he Ooh. had the the ninjas on motorcycles and he was on a motorcycle and he had the ninjas on the sword with the on the horse so we got that so and we got the car i really like the motorcycle scene so let's go motorcycle but on a boat <laughs> but i feel like it's too slow like no motorcycles on a boat <laughs> motorcycles on a boat you know what i'm gonna say parachuting did, did, Ooh, did you ever watch okay. shoot shoot them up the i think show? so yes okay yeah. yeah let's go for something like that something because you're not going to get more over the top you have you i mean you have to get more over the top because yeah. if, if you go skydiving and you guys are shooting each other in the air as you're like fighting and then you like slit this guy's throat and then at one point like when you land when john wick lands you're gonna see <laughs> the guy's head pop up like <laughs> Because I feel like, you, you, like I said, you have to go. And then I feel like he has to team up with other people. So I'm going to bring back Halle Berry's character because she was a badass. You know, it was funny. I thinking about that, if you don't mind. Um, like, I felt like the hype was so big for her. And I was like, okay, she's going to be a big part of this film. And she really wasn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. She was just like maybe like the, the, the act two bit. And then that was it. It was like, okay, thanks. Bye. Well, yeah. I heard that she was supposed to have a spinoff. Oh, I, okay. I don't know what happened. But I heard she was supposed to have a spinoff. So I think I kind of want to explore her more because from what I got from the movie is John Wick hid her daughter, right? Yeah. No one knows where her daughter's at. Not even her that she's like, you have to get her away from all this. I don't want her to live in this life. So I think it's more of a she actually comes to New York this time to come help John. And so now they have um, Lawrence Fishburne, John Wick and Halle Berry because he as good as John Wick is, he can't do this alone. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> because so far he's done it alone. So Yeah, but it, it helps to have that team. Yeah. I mean, we like that as a viewer. I think we yeah, like that. Yeah, so I don't know. What, what big actor could go against John Wick? Because, I mean, unless you bring in, like, The Rock... I thought about him. The big, but he's just in. I everything. just feel like he's in too many franchises. Yeah, he, he's just in everything. And not that it's a bad thing, but you want to make this unique. But but it's because he's like, a, a, like a mountain. He's like a yeah. big man. So yeah. So I think that would be cool. But you would have to bring in someone. You know what? I'm gonna go for a classic. Everyone, no one can kill him. Character. Let's go, Chuck Norris. Ooh, wow. Let's go, Chuck Norris is the head of everything, and. He's the one that's like been controlling. Like even John knows, John Wick knows that like if I'm going to stop this and if I'm ever going to get away from this, I have to go after this guy. So that's going to be the ending. It's going to well the the end fight scene it's going to be Chuck Norris, Keanu Reeves. I don't know what shape Chuck Norris is in, but let's go. Oh, it's going to be a, a kickoff <laughs> cuz 
Um, John Wick is an expert martial artist in everything, judo, um, taekwondo, everything, everything. So I, I think that's the only way because what other big martial artist right now is out there doing movies? Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. And I don't know if he's – I hope he's okay, but like Jackie Chan? But I don't, I don't know anybody else like that. It just popped in my mind again. That's the nostalgic factor, like Chuck Norris. Um, but who is out there? Okay, I, I, uh, do you know who I like? I, I don't. I can't believe I didn't think about this. Um, Michael, um, no, Michael J. White. Oh, Michael he's J. White. a solid he, actor. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's huge. He knows martial arts. I feel like if you bring him in, him in to be like the next like main bad guy, I think he would be good. Like, just yeah. I would love to see Keanu Reeves fight because he's huge. Yeah. I mean, he played Mike Tyson in his bi- in his first biopic. So I think if you bring in Michael J. White versus Keanu Reeves, you don't you tease him though. You like very like you like save him till the end. Because mm-hmm. ah, uh, I don't know what. I uh, I just lost his name, but he was in uh, he was Killmonger in Predator. I think he's he's a Michael very B. Jordan. Yeah, he's a very up and coming actor. He's quick to learn stuff. I mean, okay. you think about it, he really picked up some skills for Creed. Well, and it's crazy because he's he actually trained at the same place that Keanu Reeves trained the uh-huh. Terran Tactical, oh. the shooting. So for Killmonger, he actually learned to shoot at the same place. There you go. They just strike oh, up a conversation. I think <laughs> I like that one more. <laughs> but I don't, yeah, because I mean, even with all those fight scenes in um, Black Panther, he did great. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, I'm changing <laughs> it. Michael B. Jordan, next big bad guy. He he can get big. He can fight. Oh, that would be good. And make him, like, make him have, like, like iron fist or something. <laughs> like, make him be, like, give him that power bigger than that Mike. Ch- yeah. yeah, that chi so ability. He, yeah, he's already strong. So, I mean, if you guys just, like, make him, like, like something, like, with an iron fist, like, oof. Can you imagine that? Like, just getting punched by that? Oh, that'd be so, nuts. So, yeah, so he's the main main guy or... He, yeah, he's the main guy. So you have to fight at the end. So right. if they have to have an epic shootout slash fight because this guy's the one that trained. No, he's too young. <laughs> he, he they got trained around the same time. Or John Wick trained him. Well, he's the next generation, and maybe yeah, it's exa- one of those things exactly. where it's like John Wick's like. Maybe that's why I, I look. Obviously, I'm an ender. I don't know if you want to be like this is the next movie and the next trilogy, but maybe that's the thing where he's like, hey, you know. I've got to put a stop to this, you know, uh, this, this, what we do is great, but we're starting to lose our honor. And maybe he sees Michael B. Jordan's character is like, he's all about the intensity. He's all about the training, but he's not about the honor. And it's like one of those things where it's like, well, if we don't have our honor, what's the point of what we do? And that's like the next generation, right? Because even yeah. like with us, like as a younger generation, I feel like they are farther and farther away from. Yeah. From what made certain things cool or yeah. respectable. Yeah. Okay. So. This guy's just a hardcore assassin. He's the best of the best right now. He's the next John Wick. Everybody calls him. If they need him, they call this guy. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan's character. Um, they call him. But, yeah, he, if you tell him, go kill this whole town full of women and children, he's going to go and kill yeah, him. He won't, he won't have that apprehension about yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, like, okay. Yeah, because I don't think John Wick kills women. No, I don't. Like, he's got, he's got his own code for yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, You know, and even then, he didn't kill his own bad guys either. Like, yeah. he'd fight him, but it's like, look. I'm on my way to doing something. If you persist, yeah. I will hurt you. Yeah. And meanwhile, these other guys are like, nah, they're 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 the ones going after it, snapping Achilles tendons and yeah. you know, shooting you in the knee. Like, all right, we're putting you down, uh, torturous and yeah, stuff like that. Okay. So yeah, I feel like Michael B. Jordan's character is just hardcore, doesn't care. Yeah. Well, he he was built for this. Like yeah, just this from rage a kid, onslaught. Mm-hmm. As a kid, he was just had a horrible 
um, upbringing. So, of course, he got trained at the same place as John Wick, but he got from the beginning. They knew he was different because he didn't care. No emotions, just straight murder. Like you saw the intensity in his eyes. Maybe maybe not even make him talk a lot, just like John Wick. Like when they have the whole like confrontation, like maybe just say like a couple words and be like, oh, so you're the new guy. Like, and then he just nods, like, just doesn't say anything, and then boom, yeah, at badass fight, and then maybe they have two fights. They have one in the middle where it gets interrupted by like other things. So this uh, Michael B. Jordan's character goes away, but I feel like he's killing people close to John too. So I feel like he kills Winston because oh he finds God. out he finds out that he he. He's been working together with John still. That moment would hurt. Yeah. Midway through the movie, too. He just oh. kills Winston in front of him. And then he's like, you know, John tries not to show too much emotion. So, but you know, that's he's hurt. Breaks, yeah, yeah. You know, he's hurt. And Ooh, so even better do it at the Continental. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Just yeah. do it right there. And it's like this stepped on everything. Because the high table gave them free access. They're like, you're free. Go. Yeah, because once John Wick's dead, it's okay. They can repair the damage. Yep, exactly. We'll find another manager. We'll find other buildings. But once John Wick's dead, we don't have to worry about anything else. So they give them free range. Go ahead. Go hunt them down. Wow. I think that would be the cool beginning to it, too. You just see them, like, walking into the building, and you see um, the typical, like, um, people up front and shadow figures. You don't know who they, these people are. Yeah. And then he just walks in like, what's my next assignment? And then you have John Wick. Like, we'll give you free access to everything, anything you need. The Continental, free open range. Continental is um, open. You can do whatever you want. Anything you need, you got it. Money, guns, weapons, anything. Oh, man. Yeah. Because you know they're tired of him. They're they're tired of John Wick. They they don't want him to be here anymore. <laughs> like yeah, they're, they're doing everything they can so to get rid of him. So yeah, Ooh. I I think at the end they fight and then John Wick wins, and then but I think that's like finally the calling. Like he's like I'm done. Like he tries to run away or something. He maybe even gets hidden. But d- did you kill off John Wick at the end of yours? No, I'm gonna have him right off into the sunset. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm gonna have him go to Arizona. Yeah. No, no one will find him in Arizona. He's that's just, where I get my cameo, right? In your yeah, film. <laughs> yeah, He's, you're just walking like, hey, John. Like, oh shit. <laughs> well, so okay. One of our one of our friends in the geek elite geek elite media family, uh, Sam Cervantes. So shout out to Sam. So we always joke whenever we call each other on the phone. He like you know I'll always be like Samuel. And he'll be like, Christopher. So we call each other by our elongated <laughs> names. So I want that moment when he comes to Arizona, my cameo. He'll be like, Christopher. I'll just be like, Jonathan. Jonathan. There we go. That's all I say. <laughs> that's it. You got it. You're in. <laughs> all right. Sweet. So Yeah. Th- that's our pitches. I mean, I want, I feel like if you bring Michael B. Jordan as the ruthless killer, it'll be a badass movie. I think so. I mean, if I, I feel like if you just bring anyone, but if you bring in like, like Michael B. Jordan, Michael J. White, someone, you know, like is big enough to like take down John Wick, but I don't know. Cause he's taking a lot, like a lot of big guys. So maybe someone just as equal that looks like him, but is just ruthless. No honor, just there to kill. What was the one they, so I saw this meme and I'm going to throw this actor at you. Um, they had the one where it's like, you know, the, the Transformers and then the GoBots version, you know, so that lesser yeah, thing. Yeah. So they had like, it's it's um, Keanu Reeves and then it goes down to Kylo Ren. I can't think of the actor's name right oh, now. Oh, um, um, wow. But you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly. And I mean, he's about. a good actor. There's no knock at him. 
You know, it's just reciting the meme. I think he's a good guy, but maybe maybe bring him in. He's got some he's got some heat too. He's a solid actor. Yeah, I mean, he did some good stuff. So just just make it super over the top yeah. and make him a clone. Yeah, you know, make you, him a clone that went wrong. Like that. Yeah, some some ridiculousness, or maybe it's it's John Wick's half brother. It's like we share a father. <laughs> oh my god. Hey. I feel like the clone would just be over the top. Well, the father, <laughs> okay. the father would be too. Whatever. I feel like any of that would be Adam Driver. That's what it is. There's the name, Adam Driver. Yeah, they call him like the discount Keanu Reeves or something like that. Yeah. I saw that. Oh my god, that would be funny the too. Quick value Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that would be funny too if they just bring someone that looks like John Wick, so you know they were like in the same. Yeah, because if you do bring someone like around his age, you can play with the whole like they were the best friends like yeah. during the the training or whatever. But John Wick always went up to him. So he Ooh. finally just became like the ruthless. Like, I don't give a fuck. Anymore. You know what fan base you're going to get because of that? Who? Cowboy Bebop. Have you ever watched that? No. Okay. So Cowboy Bebop, that will uh, be adapted to Netflix here as a yeah, live action John, show. John Cho. John Cho. Um, yeah. The anime itself. I'm not an anime fan. I don't know much about anime. I don't know anything about anime. But a lot of, well, okay, I remember when they were airing Cowboy Bebop on Adult Swim back in the early 2000s. Yeah. And it was just this this mystique about it, this noir, this air, the music, everything about it is fantastic. I highly recommend watching it. Okay. Uh, it's like 26 episodes or 30 minutes each, plus there's a one-hour movie. Um, watch the whole thing. It's beautiful. You're welcome. Uh, so anyways, <laughs> for for ever for decades people have been saying that the main character spike should be played by keanu reeves and that would have been fantastic you know i mean i I have hope for john cho we'll see what happens but the look of the character the style of the character the mannerism everything it does really scream keanu reeves so if you do that where it's like you know we came up together and now you've betrayed me we're gonna fight each other that does scream a little bit of cowboy bebop really so those fans (laughs) will be like hey you just you just just change the names and we're good (laughs) well yeah i mean we they're gonna be like we finally got a live action right because yep. that one's close because he got yeah. hurt right uh who got hurt um, oh yeah john cho yeah, yeah he got hurt and then they they stopped production and then obviously COVID 19 happened so they shut down production yeah uh, i think they might be back but yeah so we should probably be getting it next year i'd, I'd wager well yeah so i mean john wick four i'm excited i mean there's honestly endless possibilities i mean with all there's the big lot, stunts yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what do you guys think? What, what what would you like to see? Who would you like to see John Wick actually go after? Like, do you want to see a Jason Bourne crossover? Do you want to see him fight um, Ethan Hunt for Mission Impossible? Do you want? Do you think a crossover would be necessary? Like, are, is it the the U.S. government finally tired of it? So, or even the world government? So they send John, James Bond after him? Like, oh, that you think, would be a cool crossover. Yeah, you think a crossover would be worth for John Wick, or would it just be a bloodbath? Like, yeah. Does, do you tie it into another franchise? Do you keep yeah. it its own? Do you keep it going? Do you end it? How do you play it up? Yeah, be, yeah. Because I mean, honestly, for movies like. I mean, I'm not tired of them, honestly. I'm not tired of them, but I will admit I don't want that weight anymore. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, so all this action over the top action, I love it. The first one is probably still the best, in my opinion, because of the story. Yes. Action-wise, I really did like the third one just because of everything. But I can't wait. John, look forward to listening to us. Mm -hmm. Keanu Reeves, if you're listening... Do that. Yeah. <laughs> Do one of our pitches. Take one of our pitches. Uh, Make yeah. them both together. You can, you can take Andy's just because that way I get my cameo. <laughs> I'm holding you to that. <laughs> <laughs> Where you end up in Arizona. Yep. yep. <laughs> and then, you, well, yeah, because I think if he fights Michael J. White on a helicopter and then he skydives on top of a train yep. and then they're just fighting on there while killing uh, Michael J. I mean, Michael B. Jordan's henchman. 
that'd be amazing. Heck yeah. That'd be badass. Oh my God. The choreography of that is yeah. intense. <laughs> because yeah, I mean, we just mixed all both of our ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Starts be... in the helicopter. They take out the pilot. They fight each other. Then Sky one dive. grabs the parachute. The other, <laughs> then they're fighting. They're fighting on one parachute onto the train. The train's going. Oh man, that would oh, be nuts. That'd be great. We'll sneak a pencil in there somehow because everybody did like yes. that, that, that kill. <laughs> you know, it'd be great. Like if John Wick, like he has the only parachute and Michael B. Jordan's holding on to it. Uh-huh. So like, he's like trying to kick him off and kick him off. And then you see him fall, but it's like five feet. Like you're pretty much right there on the ground. So you're like, Oh, you won, but nope. He's yeah, right there. He's right. Like, oh, he's, 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 and then he gets right back that. up. He's like, ah, <laughs> you know, that, that'd be great. <laughs> I like that. We're, we're too excited for this. I'm yeah. excited, but yeah, this was a good, this was a good franchise to play with. Yes. Yeah. Because I feel like, you can't go wrong. You just got to be over the top and have fun with it. Yeah. No, this, the, luckily, like, there's a lot of talk of disbelief, suspension of disbelief, and then setting the own rules in the universe. And the good news is both of those have, are sorry, both of those rules have been really nicely applied to the world of John Wick. Yeah. I can suspend my disbelief. I can believe that this guy is going to fight a car that came <laughs> at him and all that stuff. I believe, I, I know the rules are there to say that it's not too wild that that happens. So, yeah. This is a franchise where we could get away with all yeah. these crazy shenanigans. And I, I like that it doesn't take itself too serious. Like, it knows it's super over the top. Yeah. Like, it's not. I mean, the first one I feel like is the most serious because, but it, it was about a dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'm excited. Please do this. John Wick and the directors. Just yeah, get just on board. to us. Yeah. We'll just, consult for free for this one. Yeah, for of this course. One. <laughs> just for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we'll... We can let you guys use our houses here in Arizona. Like, yeah, come <laughs> hang out. We're, we are totally down. <laughs> All right, well, Chris. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening to us. Uh, if you have any suggestions, please tweet us, Facebook us. We would love to interact with you. Uh, we, you know, we appreciate the comments that really lit us up this last week when we saw somebody responded to our episode two. Yes. Um, and as always, please listen to all the other shows on the Geek Elite Media Network. Support us. Uh, interact with us. We love it. We do this for the fun of it all. So we love sharing that fun with you. Um, Andy, how can people find you online? So I am on Twitter at Andy Canchola, A-N-D-Y-Y-Y, three Ys, Canchola, C-A-N-C-H-O-L-A. Awesome. And you can find me on Twitter as stuff I should say should being spelled S-H-U-D. Uh, you can find Geek Elite Media at geekelitemedia.com on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Just go for Geek Elite Media and you will definitely find us. Please give us some uh, reviews. Give us some interesting feedback, all kinds of stuff. But until then, this is Pitch This saying always remember to geek, geek out. out. This concludes our broadcast. Beep.